Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Lower Gentry Studios is a Treasure Valley film production company that specializes in high quality productions at a very low cost. They have a web series coming up um, December 2018 entitled Canyon County. You'll be able to catch that on YouTube. You can also catch the debut of their second feature film, We Speak, at the Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival, which is happening at the Orpheum Theater November 2nd and 3rd. Today, I sit down with hip-hop artist Tony G. Links to his music can be found on treasurevalleypodcast.com, episode 9 with Tony G. His new album, The Balance, will be released in a very short period of time. Follow him on social media if you want updates. Enjoy the podcast. We are recording. We are live. Yes, welcome, Tony. Thank you for having me. Um, I think I should start off by a very important question. I have it written down so I didn't forget. If uh, you were required to release a hip-hop track and you had one background instrument and you had to pick between banjo or accordion which one would you pick banjo banjo that was quick yeah banjo definitely (laughs) okay i'm I'm familiar with it uh i have a thought i have a thought already (laughs) as to why you would have chosen that but go ahead right tell me why well um i used to work at a pawn shop and uh there was a banjo. It was several banjos, and uh, I had a friend that, well, I guess a coworker of mine. He'd always play it, mm-hmm. and I just kick a couple freestyles while he was playing the banjo. So I think that's probably the reason why I choose that automatically. I've never had a. You said accordion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely would go banjo. Okay, <laughs> very good. Now you your style is kind of, I can I could hear dueling banjos. Really? With your flow? Oh yeah, I, I can I can hear that too. I guess I'd have to kind of sit down and kind of get it going in the room, you know. If, if you had a banjo, bust it out, you know. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I can't play that. The guitar is my limitation, and right. I, I don't have the finger-picking skills. I never yeah. sat down patiently Me enough either. to develop it. That. Me either. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've been you've been producing your music here in the Valley for how long? Uh, so I got here June 28, 2010, so I started making music actively out here uh, since about March 2011. So when okay. I say actively, um, at least a, a recording and mixing, mastering, and different things of that nature, but performing, like getting into it, very passionate about it, for like at, le- at least uh, the last five years, good five years. Okay. Yeah. And you, you have a very unique uh, style. I'm. Uh, you. How many tracks have you done? Uh, right now, I'm up to thirty-two. 32 okay. songs. Uh, there's there's a good 17 that aren't released just yet, but okay. the rest are are out there right now. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Pandora, all that. Good Sweet. Stuff. So we just got to look up Tony G. Tony, Tony, T-O-N-Y, G, period. And then there, there's probably going to be a few of them because it's very generic. I just go based off my name, Antonio Garcia, just kind of Tony and G, just put okay. it together, you know. Got it. And so they can tease out your, your tracks on there. Yeah. And you're on Spotify. Yep. You're on SoundCloud. Yeah, um, just recently. I was going to say about your about your style, um, you have a lot of tracks, but your rhyme screen, schemes are very intricate, and like like per rhyme, it's a very good deal to buy right. one of your tracks. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> you I, squeeze I, words in yeah. inside of lines, like your your rhyme scre- schemes are, are extremely intricate and yeah. very impressive. I'm new to hip-hop. This is something um, I... Uh, 
never really listened to it. I was like jam band enthusiast all the way through college because mm -hmm. I liked to play guitar and that was where the party was at. Right. Hey, it's <laughs> you know still where the party's at. <laughs> yeah. I guess it hasn't changed much. Um, but then uh, I was I was reading something um, recently about how, uh, you know, people in their 30s like quit listening to new music and now that they have like Spotify out, um, mm. it tracks everything. Mm -hmm. And so when it takes an account to birth date, like after like 32, like people just like quit. Wow. And I'm like, screw that. I'm like, well, what never <laughs> did I never get into? And so I started listening to, uh, in, uh, to De La Soul. Okay. Was the group that got me into hip hop mm -hmm. initially. Um, and then it just kind of exploded and I'm like, right. why did I not listen to any of this music previously? <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, uh, what, 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 took me into hip hop with De La Soul was the, their intricate rhymes, rhyme schemes and then their metering on the beats. Right. Because I love percussion. Mm -hmm. And the way that you uh, put your music together is, uh, or, or put your rhyme schemes together, it's you're, you're going back and forth, you're hitting the off beats. Right. You're taking your time. Hitting those little pockets, you know, that kind of like subtly, it could be the bass, it could be the snare, it could be the guitar. Just, I try to, I, my, my, uh, my thing is to not sound anywhere near the previous song that I wrote, mm -hmm. but enough so that people recognize that it's me. So like okay. with each with each instrumental that I hear, mm -hmm. um, I usually kind of just let it sit there for a little bit. I'll play it over and over and over, and then I'll kind of spill it back out, like whatever the instrument says. Okay. In a sense, it, it feels that way. It really does. It's like... It feels like the instrumental is talking to me and uh, go through and kind of like put it back in there as much as I can. Like, you know, it goes in my head mm -hmm. and I'm trying to remember what I thought of when listening to it and put it back in there. And then, of course, it changes. It could, it could change. It's like my, my mood might change. And I'm like, ah, write it a little more aggressively or more passionately of love, love, or it may change the, you know, the topic of the song. But, you know, that's kind of how it starts is kind of listening to each one of those, you know, it could be a banjo in there. It could be, yeah. it could be anything that, that catches my ear automatically. And I try to play off of that for a certain meter, like hmm. up to the, uh, maybe four or five bars, uh, doing it that way. And they kind of try switching it, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's yeah. I I love music. It, it, like I I actually didn't listen to hip hop until I was probably like sixteen. Like like, okay. like what? Well, it's always been around me in my environment. Yeah. Uh, but I grew up listening to like classical music, opera, things like that. Like that's oh wow. That's what I listened to. Like okay. as a kid. You know, through you know, just like, like most children, right? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like you know, you, <laughs> you know, get you turn sixteen and you get out of that classical of opera it. phase. Yeah, but I, I would always uh, <laughs> go on long drives, like mm. with my mom, and my dad, and yeah. the only thing that I would request is either they they'd always have country on and like pop music that was you know popular at the time, but I always want them to put on you know my favorite radio station. I can't remember what it is now, mm. but. It would always be classical music, or and, and really? I, I loved listening. I would go to like I would go to sleep, but still listening to the the music that was being played. Like it was weird. It I still go go to bed even now with classical music on, kind of like kind of like gets me soothed and you oh, know okay. ready, yeah, ready for bed. You know. So every night you turn on classical music. Yeah, either you that, either that, or some Gary V. Some Gary Vaynerchuk. Who's but, that? He's like an entrepreneurial uh, guy that kind of grew up in uh, Jersey and like mm -hmm. he 
kind of does his whole spiel about just just kind of like a go getter hustler uh, okay. mentality, you know, like grind work. Mm-hmm. So I either listen to that or some classical music. You know, it's oh. one of the two. I was like, ah, oh, what Gary V Day or or you know, kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for listening to. Right on. Yeah. So so when did you decide not to listen to classical? When did you lose your focus on that? I guess it probably wasn't a decision, but there must have been some sort of inspiration. You don't picture somebody that listens to, actively listens to classical music until the age of age of 16 and then is mm-hmm. like, I think I want to rap. Well, it, it so like I, I've always um, had uh, the... I don't know. I I always written poems, you know, like mm-hmm. since I was younger, I was like maybe 13, 12 to 13, I was writing poems and and uh I guess they eventually looking through those like when I actually got back into it, they were actually structured good enough for rap, you know, okay. they, they were they were actually deep enough to be at the level that I I guess wanted to pursue and I I had my heart broken a couple of times. You know, I I actually mm-hmm. came up here so when I came up here in June uh, of 2010, uh, had my first girlfriend, all these different experiences. So I think that kind of parted away with classical music. You know, I was kind of in high school and like, you know, around different influences. Yeah. Um, came from LA. So surprisingly, that I was listening to classical music out there and not too much of hip hop. And then came out here and started kind of listening. Uh, like, uh, my, my friends would obviously listen to that music. Mm. Uh, it's not like I was a loner out there, but yeah. for the most part, I kept to myself. But the music that I did hear of them, I would rehear it out here, and then it would capture my attention. Okay. I'm not sure why. I think I might have just been sheltered a little bit too much growing up uh, in that neighborhood, oh, okay. uh, just, just in all honesty. But uh, out here, I started writing music after my heart, my first heartbreak. Okay. And uh, from there, it just kind of kept going. It, it just just stuck with me. And from there, just, you know. Did you play any other instruments at all, or did uh, you play anything yeah so 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 when i first uh showed my dad my first uh hip-hop like f- like a for eight bars or something like that. it was it was small it wasn't mm-hmm. like a full song it was just a few rhymes after i showed him that he was smart enough how i see it to keep fueling that a little bit okay. so he would take like i had my cousin uh elena mm-hmm. she would draw she she was big into drawing and yeah painting so she would go to a private school at, well, after school specifically for uh, drawing and painting. And right down the hall, there's a, like a drum lessons, you know? So uh, okay. I kept going by there every single time to go with her, but I wasn't much of a drawer or mm-hmm. painter. And like, I loved looking at it happening mm-hmm. or afterwards, but never got into it myself. But I always see this guy training like younger kids or teenagers how to play drums. Mm-hmm. So I told my dad, I said, hey, can we maybe get me into those classes, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure if I told him like that, but like yeah. something along the lines of let me go do that. Yeah. And uh, so then he got me into a few classes. I was there for a few months. So I learned how to play the drums small time, you know, just yeah. on a snare, just a little bit. Uh, from there, I lost the interest in doing that just because it, it's it's hard to do an instrument uh, for some people. Some people are just naturally talented uh, mm-hmm. and gifted or or just can push through it. Like I, I probably was lazy and I didn't want to learn, mm-hmm. but whatever the case was, it wasn't for me essentially, but I still loved it and appreciated it. Mm-hmm. So then after that, he flew me down to Mexico, uh, just visit my family down there or like part of my family. And uh, I went to school out there for about six months and I was in the marching band and I had, I had enough practice with the snare 
to be, you know, with this just because all all they had over there was like maybe six people with uh, uh, I think it's a snare. It's just a single, you know, like yeah. right on the shoulders. Uh, so just like marching one, band, yeah, marching. Band. So, so I was yeah. one of the, one of the six there. Yeah, uh, to just basic, you know, just. That, that's it. That's all I did. But yeah. it was it was good enough for me, and I, I liked it. Uh, came back over here. He bought me my first guitar. Uh, so, you know, uh, Ray Johnson from American Idol. I think it was. Um, he's like, you know, you know, dog. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, he has a guitar line, mm-hmm. and uh, he he bought me, not he, but my dad bought me a guitar from his brand, from Ray Johnson, I believe is his name. Okay. Um, so then I started playing guitar a little bit. Didn't really get into that, but then. Playing piano because mm-hmm. my dad was also big into making music, but not like that. He wasn't like passionate about it. He just wanted to dabble with it every now and then. He was working yeah. all the time. But uh, I learned how to play a little bit of uh, Star Wars, like in that, like yeah, exactly. So I started learning that. So just I guess by him fueling those little things here and there. Mm-hmm. It kind of carried with me, and, and then af- after that, I didn't touch any more instruments. Maybe out here, uh, you know, here in Idaho, ha- a little bit of harmonica. Like okay. after a few beers, you know, yeah. by the fire, just kind of playing around yeah. a little bit. But I'm not too much of a playing the instrument type of guy. Just kind of like I, I don't know, some, something about writing music and performing it is where you my feel, thing. yeah, yeah where I feel exactly right on i could tell the percussion i think yeah. just because at least the percussive nature cuz you get that you get that rhyme scheme that's extremely tight in between in between uh mm-hmm. just words and syllables um from what i've listened of your music and i, I just found your stuff on Sound, soundcloud and then you were generous right. enough to let us use uh, a few of your tracks for background music uh, for all mine. yeah we speak our our movie that's going to be um, we're releasing it, not releasing. We're having it. Uh, well, screening. it'll be the first first uh, screening in Twin Falls, Sweet. Uh, November, right? November second, yeah. Nice, yeah. So we got we got your stuff layered up in the background music at a party. Cool. Um, it was it was pretty smooth, and uh, it wasn't up front, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was. Uh, uh, it was really easy to to layer in there because you had some tracks in there that were that were super mellow to where it gave it enough of a. The fact that there's music going on right. in the background, right? You know, um, but it's still it's it's interesting and it has a beat to it to where you could uh, you could move the scene along. Mm-hmm. You know, it was yeah. But thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so where did you move here from? Uh, so uh, east East LA, uh, Boyle okay. Heights is it's very close to like Lincoln Park area. Okay. Um, I guess if you ever seen the movie Blood and Blood Out, El Pino is is like. Not like famous, world famous, but like in the Latin culture, I guess in LA, mm-hmm. El Pino is a place to visit. And I lived literally right down the street from that. I would go up there every weekend with my friends and just hang out up there, take pictures, whatever. Or like at that time, like it wasn't too much of a picture because it was like flip phone, you know. But yeah, we would like take pictures with like the actual camera, like yeah. you know, like things like Back that. Back when people had cameras, right? You know, yeah. rocking a camera, you know, in my little pouch, you know, so. Yeah, I go up there. So, so in that area is is where I grew up there uh, till about sixteen and a half, almost mm-hmm. seventeen, and then came up to here in June twenty eighth, two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, right on. So your family's all up here now. Yeah. Well, my mom, my sister, and my brother are up here. My dad and my mom are divorced, and oh, okay. my dad is and still is still in L A with my grandma, my cousin, and then the rest of my family is either in Texas, Mississippi. Or uh, actually, not Mississippi, Pennsylvania now, or in Mexico. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so so I'm half white and half Mexican. So my uh-huh. my my dad is Mexican. My mom is American, I guess. Is that Mexican American? <laughs> white, brown, uh, something like that. You know, so I'm just, mixed. mixed we, a yeah, bit. we don't know. Yeah, right. white people don't know what the hell we are. Right. It's yeah, just like yeah. you just grab onto like whatever holiday. Right. Is, like, like you oh, know, that, that's me. I'm Irish. It's March. Right. Like <laughs> maybe I got like ten percent Irish in me. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can play that card then if you right. need to. It's like exactly. ah, I'm Irish. Ah. I got something there somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right on, dude. So how how uh, how do you like the music scene here? And have you gone back to to L.A. to to try to do any shows or anything like that? Uh, so, so as far as um, so so answering your, your first question, the music scene out here is very interesting uh, yeah. to say the least just because there is a lot of music and a lot of talent and there is o- open mics going on there's always events you know festivals and different different things mm-hmm. that are actively uh, out here as far as the hip-hop community uh, community there's not a whole bunch there, there is a few things going on there's you know la- labels out here there's groups uh, movements but it's not big enough so I can be like oh yeah the scene is Dope, but okay. I can say it's 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 maturing. That's definitely for sure. It's maturing. Yeah. But the overall music community out here is definitely growing. It is. It's pretty. It's pretty decent. Did you play, did you perform at Tree Fort at all? Have you done that? Uh, no. Oh. I was gonna do last year, but I had to work, and um, oh. fortunately, I worked ten to nine every single day. And usually, oh, the people man. that go on later in the in the, I guess in the show. Yeah. Or like the headliners are coming out of stage, that type of thing. So they mm-hmm. want to kind of get me in the in the earlier spots, and I like in the afternoon. Yeah, but so but you now, want the yeah. hip hop community to 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 build up here so that you don't have to worry about your day job getting exactly, in the way of your performance. Exactly, exactly. You know that that's definitely the goal. That's where it's gonna be, but it's gonna take time. And those sacrifices, the sucking it up, sucking up the pride, and having a job. That's that's what a lot of people they 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 realize they have a dream. You know, like, oh, it doesn't matter how big it is. It could be, mm-hmm. let's just say maximum. I want to be an NBA player, superstar, famous, Kanye, Kim Kardashian, whatever. Yeah. Max, right? And sometimes those people have it given to them. They have the tapes that leak out. They have, you know, all the cosigns. They have <laughs> I like how you start these, with tapes that leak you know, out as the first one. They have, they have all these things going for them to... Instantly boost them up. I need to leak a tape. I know. Let's go ahead and leak some. It's not going to help me at all. But (laughs) hey, it might. It might though. I guess. (laughs) But uh, you know, like people have that going on, Mm -hmm. and um, what what most people need to realize is it's going to take a lot of hard work, and uh, even if that means going and having a job. And me, I work fifty hours a week. Dang. And I go to the gym five days a week, and I meal prep, and I still visit my family. Have a little bit of friends, maybe four or five friends that I talk to. Don't see them very often, yeah. so I make a lot of sacrifices to at least get to where I am right now. And I'm mm. not even working hard. That's not yeah. even hard as I should be. But I know when I have the time. Like obviously, like today's my day off. Tuesday and Wednesdays is usually when I schedule myself off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll I'll cram as much as I can. You know, to be productive as, yeah. as much as I can. You know, on my days off, which is not really a day off, it's still work. Yeah, Just but not it doesn't your feel paid. work. It doesn't feel like work. You know, yeah. like that's that's what I like about music is, as much as, you know, there's people out there. This is like, I'm working, man. I'm in I'm in the studio. I'm I like like I use the I use it putting in work. I use that a lot, but it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a job. It feels like I love this mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do this and I will bleed out dying and still do this and i will still love it you know maybe not dying but yeah. i would still love it even if it meant sacrifices is what i'm saying so the so that's your that's your hip-hop 
But then you still have your, I would imagine, like anytime you're chasing after a dream, it's like you're doing that because of the fact that you want to, uh, you're just compelled to. There's right. no other, there's no other replacement activity that you're like, oh, okay, well, I would rather. And that's like one of those things with people with drive um, right. that I've met. It's, it's not, it's not their lamenting, um, you know, having missed opportunities to not do something, you know, it's like mm-hmm. they, they lament the loss of, of, of time that they have towards whatever they're, they're chasing after. Um, right, right. What, what do you do for your 50 hour a week job? Out of curiosity. Uh, so so I'm, I'm a finance manager uh, for one of the retail stores out here, uh, Nampa, right here in this area. Oh, okay. I actually just just left there. It's my day off, but I went there just to make sure things are operating well. Okay. Uh, so I do that for 50 hours, okay. even though most of my work is done within like three hours of a work day out of a 10-hour 10, 10 work day. So okay. still, it's, it's, it's done early. Yeah. So I have enough uh, freedom at work to still work on different things outside of my job. Yeah. And my job allows... Uh, me to be on social media, not for my own personal activity, yeah. but I also have, I run pages for the company as well. Okay. So in doing that and also learning things for myself, I bounce between, you know, I can't say I don't go online and, and post every now and then. That's, yeah. uh, it's acceptable to me. Cause like yeah. if, if I'm giving my time, if I'm sacrificing, if I'm sacrificing and making money for a company, they have to allow me to at least try to strive for my dreams. That's no doubt. And maybe try some of those things on your exactly. account that might fail, and then you can give test waters to them or something. Exactly, and, and well, like, it, and honestly, like, it, the only reason why they allowed me to do that for them is because mm-hmm. they saw what I can do with mine. Oh, right. So, on. It, so I'm using the same strat- strategies, in a sense, uh, the base to kind of go over there and see if if it translates well enough. Yeah. And then also, like you said, testing the waters over here, seeing. Mm-hmm. People engage with these kind of things. All right, and they can bring it back over here to my personal, you know, like, you know. So it's it's a bounce back between both. But yeah, Social media is crazy. It is. It is. I haven't um I haven't learned it yet, but it's, it's the it's the way that it's it's the way that an artist has to learn how to survive. Right. I would just about imagine. I don't I don't think of anything, especially uh I mean the last time you could probably get a record deal that was worth a huge amount of money as a new artist. Right. If you didn't already know somebody that was ingrained into the system, had to have been like 20 exactly. years ago. I right. would just about guess. Like, Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely more than how, more than more time I've been doing it. That's yeah. for sure. But this is the time that we're living in right now. So we have to adjust as it comes. So, like, if mm-hmm. it ends tomorrow, like, internet is done forever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it doesn't because <laughs> it's convenient, yeah. but it's not a necessity. It's, it's necessary right now. Mm-hmm. But if it ends tomorrow, the fuck are we gonna do about it? You yeah. know, like we have to do something. We have to adjust back to how it was, or you know, develop something better than it was. You know, the street work, of course, is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Go around, passing out flyers, passing out CDs, whatever it is. Like yeah. as long as as long as you uh, overwork yourself to a point where it still feels enjoyable. You know, so of course it's gonna be the convenient factor of fuck. Oh, just pull up my phone real quick and like a few pictures, get them engaged with me. Follow them and, uh, you know, kind of like kind of provide value to them. And then maybe they can see what I'm doing, you know, so yeah. kind of give them value without expecting anything back from you. Kind of building those interactions, going on to different people's sites and uh, kind of engaging with people more than a fan. Because fans are people that go to you, oh, man, you did great. Yeah. Oh, thanks. But I want people saying, man, you touched my soul, like, da, da, da. And that's great, too. But then I want... But what are you doing? Like, tell me about your life. Yeah. Like, how can I add more to you beyond my music? Because 
music is great, and I'll, and I'll pour as much of it as I can into my music. But I'm also a guy that you can talk to. So like, just tell me about your day. How's it going? You're like, I want those interactions. It's not like I want to build friends. If you end up being my friend, great. But how can I help more than giving you my music? You know, can I be more valuable to you? Yeah. Anyway, you know, like that. And social media max- helps connect that exactly. to people. That, exactly. Because regardless of what you're doing. Right. If you're connected via social media, it's exactly. beneficial. So mm-hmm. what, what, what kind of goals? What are your goals right now? I'm curious because obviously uh, you're very driven. Uh, That's well, very yeah, clear. I, I, try, I tried. I try to be as so as you got to. Mu- you must have like a goal that you're shooting for, and then I'm guessing you have like four or five little ones that you're trying to knock off that you're trying to check off. Yeah, I I used to uh, map it out. Very well, I guess in my head, probably in my headspace, mm-hmm. I do have it mapped out exactly because that's how I function. But out loud, I don't think I've. Um, really written anything down or something like that but for sure i know that's the forefront i have albums coming out i have shows mm-hmm. that i'm prepping for uh just yesterday i went to union high school and uh me and tuate music is is who i represent is uh tuate music is a, like a local uh community-based platform out here to help uh artist development okay. things of that nature so we went out yesterday and i talked to them uh, that went great. So then we're setting up things for the YMCA, different uh, high schools around this area, and then mm. obviously go to Boise, Meridian, anywhere that is, is willing to open the doors for us to go there and speak with them, mm-hmm. perform for them, take pictures, da da da. Uh, so that's that's small time right now. Um, but then of course, you know, like like I said, going back into the the album, you know, of course, music videos. We're working on those. Cool. Um, you know, getting visuals out there. Uh, working with different uh, social media gurus and, you know, marketers and stuff like that, directors. I, I built up my LinkedIn account just recently, and I've been reaching out to a whole bunch of different people that have, uh, that, that are, you know, specific in different categories of music or whatever it is. Uh, so just a lot of different small games in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's veering the end of the year. So I try to take things year after year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like this last year, I did a tour and I like booked everything. Ta- nice. Talked to all everybody. Where'd you go? Uh, so it was here. Uh, started off at the Shredder here locally okay. in Boise. Started there. Then we went to Oregon. We were supposed to go to Bend, Oregon, like a house party and perform there, but that some things went through, like uh, fell through and. It was two different groups going at the same time, but I kind of structured everything as much as I could, just mm-hmm. one man. And of course, you know, taking on everything to yourself, it sometimes things fall through. So, nonetheless, we go to Portland mm-hmm. and uh, we happen to go uh, walk across like a white owl. It's it's like a white owl club or something. Like, it's like a bar down there. And we heard hip hop music. Um, little did we know that uh, I forget. Uh, Jurassic Five. One of the guys from Jurassic oh, okay. Five was performing there. Like the it's, like, it's a song like uh, uh, "What's Golden." I think is is the the main song that they got there. Out of there's many songs they have, mm-hmm. but we saw him performing, and uh, me and it was Ace Flow, which is another artist out here, and uh, I forget who else was exactly with this. It was uh, Bradley from the Rhyme and uh, Dirty Shirt, another artist, and uh, so then we we. Saw them performing up there. One of my buddies just jumped on stage, did a little thing real quick. After that, went up to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, we did one in Olympia. Okay. This was called Olympia. From there, we had another one in Seattle. Something happened there with another part of the group that was supposed to be meeting us there. So that fell through. But we still did our thing there. Came back here 
to Boise and ended off for a show uh, Sunday at Fatty's. Oh, Usually cool. Sundays at Fatty's they do like some type of hip hop shows. I think they're kind of uh, moving the dates around now, so it's not every Sunday, but for the most part, as it sits, I think it's every other Sunday. So oh, cool. Like today, I think is is what they're doing. Nice. But yeah, so did that. But I try to. Last year was that year. This year is writing, so I'm sitting on 17 songs right now. Yeah. And then this next year is like releasing them, building it up, yeah. releasing the album, and then while doing that, working on another album, and kind of doing it that way, and kind of taking it year by year. What what uh, when you write something, what what all are you writing? Are you writing the the lyrics? Do you have the beat in your head? Do you have? Do you start mixing? Uh, so, so I have stepped away. Uh, well, this year, maybe next year I might step back in, but I've stepped away from recording, mixing, mastering my own stuff. Okay. I did that my first year, mm-hmm. like uh, independently, and then I reached out to Two Eight Music Studios, went there, started recording there. Then I went to Osmosis uh, Studios, which is in Meridian, mm-hmm. recorded some stuff there as well, and then a few of my friends helped me there, recorded a few songs. I have a studio. Um, in my house, in my room, right in the, in the corner, you know, padded up acoustic with the whole Bluebird mic and everything. I have the whole thing. So if I yeah. wanted to dip, boom, right there, it's just oh, okay. step off the bins right there. But uh, for, for the most part, I just write the music or okay. the lyrics, I guess, yeah. to the music and uh, the instrumentals. I either purchase them from people that I know personally okay. or go online. There's a lot of sources online. Of course, that's why I'm so reliant right now. It's convenient on the internet. Yeah. Because like things like YouTube, where you can find amazing producers, they have like 500, 400 subscribers or like a few thousand. Yeah. And then you can either lease, you know, get exclusive you know, off them. You know, it's like 50 bucks. If you're going to invest in your music, might as well do the whole thing if, if you yeah. write a good enough song to it. So I'll find an instrumental, hear it. If, uh, if I start freestyling to it, I already know it's like, okay, I can write to it. All right. So then I'll try to freestyle for the whole song duration, even if it's like, mumbling a song like it just had to be exact like oh this is so crazy cool yeah but it it could be enough so i can kind of catch the melody of how it may be and then i'll sit there and try to structure a hook and then if the hook comes out all right let's go ahead and either buy it or let's do like the uh premiere like the uh, it's the, the premium package of like ten thousand units so i units so i can at least sell them online if you know up to ten thousand units to, yeah you know, to at least make some money off of it. Um, if that was to be the case, if that song takes off, then all right, I'll have to go ahead and buy it. Let me, yeah. let me drop another $300 down. And let's let's go ahead and um, get all the rights to it. So, of course, you know, the royalties are dispersed equally. Okay. Know? So there are options out there for people that are looking for music right. to, to, to put to their ideas. And you can purchase stuff. You can do a limited run. Is that kind of mm-hmm. what that is? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so oh, like, that's cool. You know, like the a quick, easy one to just be like a basic, you know, lease. You know, twenty five mm-hmm. bucks, nonprofit. You know, you have to give credit to the producer. Mm-hmm. You know, et cetera. So, so it's very limited. We can you get an MP three file. It's not tracked out. But of course, the more money you spend, you know, the more open it is. Like you get ten thousand units, five thousand units. It kind of depends on their structure. Every producer is gonna be different. But then you have the exclusives where you can buy it out. You buy out the rights to it. Sometimes there is still a requirement to credit the producer, of course. Yeah. They wouldn't want you to just buy them out and then you get a freaking Drake hit or something like yeah. that. And then, you know, then they get nothing, no acknowledgement, no nothing. Um, sometimes that is the case, but then you'll probably have to look them up online. It's probably not going to be like produced by so-and-so, you know, mm-hmm. like that's very common that people will just put produced by. Uh, that's like non-commercial stuff. But of course, if you invest in your music just a little bit more, 
then you can kind of take that off and kind of, you know, make the title all nice, you know, Tony G, da-da-da, whatever. Yeah. Quick and easy. So what, uh, what are some of the things that you've come up with that way? What are some of the things that you've done on your own? And what are some of the lines that you've come up with that you're most proud of? Because uh, like talk, we're talking about your, your ability to rhyme. It's really strong. Right. But obviously there's got to be some stuff that you can just share so that people understand like w- what your breakdown is. I'm curious about it too. Well, uh, I, I guess l- let, me, let me tell you what my first ever poem was and you can okay. kind of see how it was at, like at 13, you know. Okay. So it, it, so again, you know, back to like I grew up in Los Angeles, a lot of violence around me. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, it, it was uh, influenced in this track. So, uh, sorry, I got a fly in here that just landed <laughs> on the mic. Yeah, it's no like worries. fly season. And yeah, I know. Yeah, they're, they're I all swear over. I keep this place clean. <laughs> they're just in the canal in my backyard. There's, That's there's not a my body fault. in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so so the lyrics go. It's very it's, it's short. So it says, uh, "Too young to kill. Pull the trigger. Get your last meal. Doing twenty five to life. Know what's a done deal. Seal case. Your mind just won't erase the pain of the victim inside your head. You'll be asking why you killed them." And that's what I wrote when I was thirteen. Okay. And you know, from there, it like. So like now it's like uh, I guess, well let me see because I've written a lot of songs. So like most proud of line. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I got a lot of lines that not necessarily I'm proud of, but I kind of like put them on the same you know level okay. of. Uh, so so I, I guess the most recent uh, lines that I've written is um, it's like a, for like a cipher. So it's like a little more aggressive, a lot more wordplay to it. So uh, the lyrics go. I spit kinetic verses written in cursive. I'm blowing circuits and minds on land surface. Sicker than hands of nurses, quicker than flash for certain. Kick us a mask, no mask, a turban, serving them hot. And I stop like working in fields, burning. My flow lasts longer than verdant. These cats come and go fast like virgins. Me, I come in handy. A mex who can have Germans searching for words like fat kids and candy. Syllable surgeon hurting some heads, pugging brandy. Ban me, you can't see. I'm surfing the crowds. Throw them in the clouds, making a mime loud. It's I'm proud. Put your hands up now. Don't you ever let them down. That's smooth, so, man. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of different things in there, you know. So like, I spit kinetic verses. So like, mm-hmm. like my verses are moving. So yeah. I spit kinetic verses, written in cursive. You know, like it's the form of writing. Written, yeah. Even though I don't write in cursive, yeah. written in cursive. I'm blowing circuits and mines on land surface so like mines so you step mm-hmm. on a mine yeah. and it blows up I'm, I, uh, uh, I'm blowing circuits and mines on land surface sicker than hands of nurses obviously they touch a lot of yeah. patients uh, quicker than flash for certain kicking some mass kissing, kicking some mass no mask or turban so like you know kick ass is a movie right yeah. so kicking some mass no mask a turban so like you know badass you know yeah. like obviously like the Islamic you know culture is very powerful yeah. kicking some mass no mask a turban Serving them hot, nonstop, like working in fields, burning, and so like you know, obviously a turban is to, you know there's a lot of heat over there. Yeah. So like you know, kick, uh, like the mask of turban, serving them hot, nonstop, like working in fields, burning. My flow lasts longer than verdant. Uh, like verdant is like the like the I guess uh, I think it was in the Cold War, like with Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like the longest battle ever recorded in history. So, you know, uh, so mask of turban. Serving them hot and I stop like working in fields, burning. My flow lasts longer than verdant. These cats come and go fast like virgins. You know, obviously when you're a virgin, you kind of like premature yeah. quickly. Yeah. You know, come and, uh, like, come and go fast like virgins. <laughs> but me, I come in handy. So like obviously yeah. play off of a hand job and like me coming in handy as a person. Me, I come in handy. A Mex who can, you know, they say Mexican. Yeah. Mex who can 
half German searching for words like fat kids and candy. Obviously, mm-hmm. I used to be very fat, about 300 pounds, so I kind of I can say that word. Okay. So, uh, like, a fat kids and candy, a syllable surgeon, you know, so like, like chopping up syllables and mm-hmm. a syllable surgeon, hurting some heads, pugging brandy. So, if you have like a long night of drinking brandy, it's going to hurt your head probably yeah. more than likely. Pugging brandy, ban me, you can't see, as in you can see and also like to see. See, um, I'm surfing the crowds. So like, see, surfing the crowds, dome in the clouds, making a mime loud. Yes, I'm proud. Put your hands up now. Don't you ever let them down. Yeah, that's so, really smooth. So yeah, so it, it's it's complex. Like, how long did it take you to write that? Uh, not not too long. Like, okay. it, it was. Just, I guess it was one of those like, oh, I felt the beat, and I was like, you know, trying to like, I guess I try to bounce off the last thing every single time. So I try to progress, but still kind of like relate it to what I just said. Okay. For the most part, uh, but sometimes it does take me a while to write things but like things like that i can write you know pretty fairly easily it, it i think that's just like the thing that i like to kind of like lyricism is, is something that i love so things like that i can i can write fairly quickly it's not like this great thing that i that i wrote but it's it's good enough so i can break it down like that and and it's not like like look at this, look at it, like I'm just looking at it. like it's not like just typical yeah, stuff that the rhyming bait. on the same downbeat right. all the time. Exactly. It's just like when when uh, they started when it became popular in the '80s, and then all these all these, like all the all the commercials were like people rapping. Right, right. And it was the lamest thing exactly that ever existed <laughs> in the history of advertisements. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody just buying in on it and wearing a cap sideways and then rhyming on all the downbeats. That's the Cuban chains, <laughs> you know. Got the girls, the Ciroc, you know. What do you try to do to challenge yourself when it comes to the music writing and the lyrics? Uh, to challenge myself, let me. Can you like extend on that just a little bit? Yeah, more? I'm just curious to know if there's anything that you, that you uh, try to push yourself. To overcome when it comes, are you, are you basically focusing on the business, uh, or is there anything creatively where you're like, "That's my next endeavor. I need to be able to master that that oh, skill." You know, I what think I'm saying? I try to approach everything equally. Okay. Uh, like I, I I constantly on my social media. So like mm. obviously social media is not the business itself, but like also yeah. my mannerism. Try to like present mm. myself very professionally, yeah. and so so that, that way I can be presentable to anybody. Like so it's mm. not like Oh, this like big CEO, or like I can talk to that person the same way, not exactly the same way, but like I can still speak with both, you know, yeah. like somebody from the hood or whatever, typically different than a CEO that has gone through different things to get to where they are corporately, and somebody who was exactly in the same position that I was and closer to my position, which is more, you know, of the uh, culture. It's, it's very, it's, it's very, in the culture, you know, business came after, you know, but the culture, like, is is it obviously is is a uh, uh, African American culture. Hip hop is is primarily that, and that's them. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's people that are you know uh, Caucasian and Mexican that that come into, uh, and and also you know Asian Chinese. There, there, there's a lot of people that come yeah, in yeah. to hip hop culture just because of the fact that it is a culture and. Uh, from that mindset, even though I wasn't ever affiliated with gangs or, mm. uh, you know, there there may have been some some things that I've done in there that I'm not extremely proud of, but there's some things that um, can be relatable mm-hmm. that, of course, that's not, oh, like I'm trying to fit into a certain category or like that, put myself in a box, mm-hmm. but I can approach 
same thing. So let's, so my business is, is going to be there. It's always going to be good. Yeah. And this job that I have right now allows me to go for P&Ls and different things, reports, transactions, marketing, make mm-hmm. marketing calls, do collection calls, so I can do different things and learn these things yeah. to approach it to the business side and, and, and apply it to my music. But as far as like challenging myself creatively, yeah. um, I, I try to kind of keep my ears... It's hard. I try to keep my ears clean of other people's music. I try not to hear a lot of people's music. Really? So, yeah. As much as interesting. Yeah, I, I try. Like, there's a lot of people that that of course that I'm just like, oh, so and so got an album out. Let me go check it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, I try not to do it. Okay. J- just just because of the fact I don't want to mold my sound into them, you know, because because when I was first starting out, I was listening to. Uh, very list, like obviously that that trait still carries on with me. But like you know, like most Def and like Rakim, Nas, and stuff like that. Okay. And I was listening to them over and over and over and over. And then I would realize that some of the things that they would say, I would kind of say it in different words. And I don't mm-hmm. want to do that because like even though it's not biting bars, like how we call it, it's still uh, in a sense mimicking in a way. So I try to keep my my ears kind of clean from other people. So so I don't challenge myself that creatively against or for or in comparison to somebody else okay i try to i try to i'm i'm very visual so like if if i record myself performing and i say okay the crowd reacted to that in a certain way uh and then this is how i'm performing on on stage okay maybe i can work on my presence maybe i should sit up straight or whatever it is work out a little bit or just just different things that i'm trying to work out uh work on the same time then also like of course if uh for example challenging myself creatively which is very rare that i do this but when i have a collaboration Mm -hmm. with somebody else i want to see what they bring to the table yeah and see if i can not necessarily beat them because there's no beating. Like for yeah. for me, there's no beating unless you're comparing like, like a like a little yachty to like a Nas. You know, then mm-hmm. of course I'm gonna lean towards Nas because of what he's done for the culture, opposed yeah. like little yachty who does minimum and just collects a check. You know what I'm saying? So so there's there's always gonna be that biasness. Yeah. But at the same time, when I'm on the track with somebody else, it's it's it's, it's kind of like a friendly challenge. It's, it's like a, oh yeah, it's a competition. But it's not like I'm going to go there's, – there's, there's people that think, oh, I'm going to go for his neck, you know, like mm. I'm going to tear him apart. But the people that I collaborated with and out of 33 songs that are all written by me and with no collaborations, I have have like maybe five songs that are outside of that that I've – you know, in in six years of doing this, you know, like it's very small amount that I've done that. So in, in doing so, I just kind of take my experiences in life and try to apply it. Like how can I apply this heartbreak? How can I apply – this shitty day at, at work and not make it about a shitty day at work or not make it about that heartbreak? How can I make it just using that same emotion without having to talk about it entirely? Because I've, I've, I have an album coming out solely based on how to balance uh, love, life, goals, and different things called the balance. Mm-hmm. So I've already written as much as it, well, there's probably gonna be more times I can do it, but right now I've, I've capped myself out on talking about relationships. So like if tomorrow... I have oh, okay, a fling with somebody and I have like, you know, this emotion going on and then they blow me off. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me go write a song about something. Like, I'm just going to see, oh, that inspired me to maybe a few words how to start off a song. Or okay. that maybe uh, uh, influenced 
me to listen to this instrumental in a different light mm -hmm. and i'm gonna save that beat for later let me go i'll venture to that later so that's probably maybe hopefully that answered your question a little no bit. i kind of get it so you, i mean you're basically talking about different ways to make sure that you're not getting caught in a rut exactly yeah. kind of like so not to plateau you know mm -hmm. so like not to stay like or stagnant you know or yeah. like that you know so I, I try to keep myself going but without with music i try not to be like oh i'm i'm gonna I'm going to reach this. So let me challenge myself mm -hmm. to get there because then it feels more like a, maybe like a job, you know, it feels yeah. like I'm going to meet this quota. I'm going to meet this number. I'm going to meet like, yeah, like I used to think like that, like all, all the time, like, Oh, I'm going to be like this person, like this guy's dope mm -hmm. as fuck. And then I started kind of changing my, my way of thinking. Like, for example, it, it may be, it may sound, um, a certain way, but it never, I never feel like I, I never attach that to emotion when I say it. But like, for example, I used to be very heavy, you know, 280 to about 300 pounds, just straight lard, you know? So like oh, wow. a lot of, you know, like, and, and now I, so I you've still gone have on a couple jugs. Yeah. yeah you know, the, yeah. So, so I've dang. definitely, you know, I've lost uh, a, a substantial amount of weight nowhere near where I need to be, mm -hmm. but I still get up every single day and I go to the gym five days mm -hmm. a week and I'm working on my, you know, my dieting and different things like that. But to apply what I'm saying here to my music, for example, when I go to the gym and I see somebody that's shredded, buffed out, or just even lean, you mm -hmm. know, like, a, like say, for example, like yourself, you have that, that figure, right, that's slimmed down. And when I was a kid, I would always be bullied by people that, that were of that or maybe even resemble the same image as myself. So I always think back to that, mm -hmm. like what would, what would the kid at that age feel like? So then I would apply it like, I don't give a fuck with this person, how, how this person is, like, or like uh, what they look like. They don't know where I've been. You know, like, like I'm going to show them. Mm -hmm. And then I use that to kind of better, like push myself forward harder, but never towards that person. So like if somebody comes with a dope track, I'm going to give them props on it. Yeah. And then it may lunge me forward to like, oh, let me write this song. But it's not like inspired by so and so, or I'm gonna try to beat that person. But it it, it kind of keeps that challenge going yeah. without it being a challenge, you know. So Do you have like, challenges that you have against yourself then, creatively? I'm just kind uh, of imagining like instrument, like instrumentation. You know, uh, uh, learning to play guitar. The big, you know, mm -hmm. you get to you start out and then you learn how to play Stairway to Heaven. Right, right. Like you know, <laughs> the sooner you can get over that hump, exactly. The more you're on the right path towards, guitar like hero. you know, exactly <laughs> mastering Guitar Hero. I guess. Right. But well, do, is there is there something there? Um, I'm just curious as if if because I don't know much about. I'm terrible with lyrics. I'm absolutely mm -hmm. terrible with <laughs> with uh, uh, putting them together. Okay. Uh, making them sound smooth, uh, coming up with rhyme schemes, uh, making sure that the syllables line up on mm -hmm. specific beats. And you seem to have a, a very strong grasp about that, a very intricate understanding of that. I don't know if there's some way that you, you push yourself in that, in that realm um, at all, or if, if you just try to sit down every day and be disciplined about it. Um, about the writing uh, process or if there's if there's like you know like you're trying to rhyme something with purple or orange or something right, like that or right. trying to come up with something <laughs> clever like i'm not i'm gonna crack this nugget right right uh even then i i feel like even then i i don't challenge okay. myself against myself I, and like i guess consciously like you know maybe mm -hmm. subconsciously i'm like oh shit i gotta be better than this song that i wrote five years ago like, okay because like you know, like I, sometimes i will look back at my old songs and i'll be proud of 
what I wrote at that time and then still um, understand that, wow, at that time I thought this was the golden nugget, yeah. you know? And here I am mm-hmm. years later and I'm like, I still love that song. So like... It's just hard to find the audience. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so I, I guess challenging myself um, against myself in a good way, of course, um, it's never there consciously all the time, mm-hmm. but I know keeping at it and being consistent is my way of challenging myself because yeah. before I wasn't always like getting up, doing this and having a structure on my day every single day. You know, I was kind of like, oh, whatever, I'm going to smoke some pot and just kind of chill out. You know, so like, yeah. you know, I was doing that every time. And never got anywhere, and kind of like, oh, let me, write, let me write a bar, but it wasn't uh, at the time. It was it was good, but like now, it's like that's not how I spend my days productively. So I guess you know, going back and challenging myself, like sometimes I'll I'll try to freestyle walking down the street or in my okay. car, like I'll see a car and I'll <laughs> like you know Toyota, I'm gonna get a soda, like then like yeah. I'll try to like you know try to do things like that because then it may. Um, influence or inspire a melody that I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll, I'll try to, that's why like, if I find a nice beat, I'll try to freestyle into it in the car or that's usually my thing in the car, just driving yeah. to work or from work to the gym. It's from the gym. super easy because you don't have an audience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, even if I did have an audience, it, it would also try to challenge me to give it the best that I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because I'm not much of a freestyler in general, but like when I do get into that zone, it's more of a melody thing. Like, how can I do it with the melody? Because that's what I'm trying to, like, uh, transition into. Like, before it used to be pure lyricism. Then now it's, like, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to go from lyricism and storytelling and still kind of capture those um, characteristics and the elements of that. And then kind of go into, like, melody, more poppy, catchy songs. Okay. Because that's what it's going to take, for the most part, yeah. to be seen and recognized as... Uh, artist and to the masses you know that, you, that's you have one on um uh soundcloud and i mean you have a lot of music on soundcloud but there's mm-hmm. one of them that i listened to recently that that had a pretty good hook on it and now i can't think of the name of it basic hook or is it a no lo- love what? song a lo- love song or something like that am i not jogging your memory love song is it a love song i I think okay. so. I think it's about that. Huh. No, I was just listening to it. Now maybe I, I bet I have it on my history here, real quick. I'm just gonna check because no I was like, I was like, oh man, this is this is pretty slick. Because you got it, you got kind of like a mellow, uh, you got a lot of mellow vibes to most of the music mm-hmm. that that you sent us to use for We Speak, right. and then uh, a lot of your tracks. Now, how many albums have you? released uh two i have well not albums so so the, the so two mixtapes uh just because they weren't uh feeling good not even close feeling good yeah. feeling good oh and my I'm really gosh. good about myself now yeah so so that one i i wrote that song uh a few years ago when i was in a group called wild bunch okay and uh that that song uh was obviously i was trying to put myself in an element where it was like a backyard like a barbecue in the backyard type of setting you know mm-hmm. so if you listen to that song i tried to play off the last word that I said in the in the verse before to start the new one, yeah. Um, each time over to kind of keep at least to to have that at least that element to keep a story going and yeah. you know to kind of keep the vibe going as well. But you know that song obviously feeling good. I was feeling good that day and I was yeah. writing a song and and I actually wrote the hook and then it took me 
maybe a good month to write that song, you know, while juggling other different songs and different projects and visuals yeah. and making a music video at the time for Transcending that I released um, a year ago. Is it a year or two years That ago? was a good track, too. That's yeah. the one we, we used. Oh, really? Trans- yeah, Transcending? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, yeah, that one's more like, you know, varying to, like, what I'm trying to get into is, like, more like the poppy, catchier songs in a, as, as far as, like, the instrumental goals mm-hmm. because, like, I, I'm a boom-bap person, very basic thing. Yeah, uh, at heart, you know. So that's where the lyricism and then storytelling comes in. But then I'm trying to go into you know like more of the poppy, catchier songs. You know, like you know, still having those elements, but at the same time, reaching more people. Right on. Yeah. So who did you? So who did you listen to then to get you started? We didn't even talk about that yet because you're uh, we we left off at classical. Right. You said right. you started listening to stuff here after right. you left LA. Yes. But so obviously was, you were exposed to there. I was exposed to it over yeah. there, but I wasn't like, oh, who's that person? Like mm. of course everybody knows Biggie Tupac and things yeah. like that. But I didn't know like Nas, Rakim, Most mm. Def, uh like Wu Tang. I didn't know yeah. any of those people until I came up here. Okay. Uh, one of my, my good friends who I met out here um so it must so June. So it must have been September tenth, two thousand ten that I met him at a bus stop. Uh, his name's uh, AJ, and uh, he's one of my good friends. And out here, he always play music on his phone at the bus stop in the winter. You know, it was it was winter. That's the first time I met him. Walked up, this big old figure. You know, he's like six two, six three, and uh, here I am five five ten, five eleven, or something like that. So he's a little bit higher. So go there to the bus stop, and he's playing. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it must've been a, a method man from, from Wu-Tang okay. playing that. I didn't even know who that was. And so then he kind of exposed me to it more. And then I remember, oh, I remember that song, but where did I remember from? My friend in LA. Okay. Nelson. Okay. My, one of my good friends over there, uh, childhood friends. So he, he exposed me to a lot of music out there. A uh, friend uh, by the name of Jose, uh, Jose Gudino. Gudino is what I call him. <laughs> tap out, Jose tap out. Um, so he exposed me to a lot of music out there, like Immortal Technique. Um, so like Dancing with the Devil um, was a song that Immortal Technique has. And um, very, very much of a storytelling gentleman. And like, I guess like, you know, he's anti-government for sure. Uh, and he has a lot of like super like crazy stories in his, in his songs. Uh, Freedom of Speech is another one. Uh, uh, Internally Bleeding is another one. Obviously by those titles, you know, yeah. they're kind of broad. Uh, yeah. But um, at the same time, so... I was exposed to that early on. Then I started listening to all those people that I that I listed off, and uh, f- from there, I, I guess I, I found m- like a more of a love for those type of songs, lyricism, the art, yeah. the culture, and things like that. Yeah. So, so I guess those primary, and then of course it was like J Cole, Logic, Kendrick Lamar, and like mm-hmm. you know Jay Z, and like different people. So like as I come across you know people people that I consider. Uh, great or legends and things like that. Then, of course, you know, you know, they're in my playlist. But I try to keep it very tuned, like who I listen to. Do you just not... do you just avoid the hip hop music then, mostly, or do you try to tune out? A, how do you? So, what so do you listen to? I have, I have, a, I have play. I have a playlist for yeah. sure. I, I definitely have like a consistent playlist of uh, songs. Mm-hmm. I try not to add more songs to it. Okay. Uh, so like, you know, like, of course there's going to be some, like, like I said, J. Cole, there's going to be some J. Cole in there. Mm-hmm. Even though I, as much as I appreciate Kendrick Lamar and his lyricism, uh, I don't have him in anything. Uh, and well, actually I take that back. His song, da- uh, his album, Damn, that he came yeah, out with. Yeah. Love. Love is a wonderful one, song. Yeah. I got that on my playlist. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, J. Cole, there's a lot of J. Coles that have on there, but I try to keep it restricted on the J. Cole just because 
where I speak from and the the way I kind of come off with my songs uh, could kind of mirror that. It, it's, it's easy to kind of mirror that um, that type of artist, so I try to keep it very limited on listening to J. Cole. Um, I used to have Logic on my playlist, and then I kind of took him off there just because I noticed there was a lot of re- repetitiveness. No knock to him, but... You know he's he's a great artist all around, but I feel like he's very repetitive, so I kind of took him off my stuff. Um, and then I, I have like a lot of electronic music, uh, but not as for, not like EDM that type of stuff, but just kind of like house music. I, I'm not sure. I'm okay. not sure. Like like Daft Daft Punk. I think. Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have that on there. Like one okay. more time. So like you know I have like yeah. different things for different settings. Uh, like on my way to work, I'll listen to a certain person. Mm. At the gym, I'll listen to another person. But it's very consistent. Like and I try not to add a lot to my playlist. And and what if you I, just inundated same, yourself with so many things that you didn't have to worry about it being. Copy is that what your fear is? Is that you might accidentally just kind of like take some of their ideas and right. then just like right, un- right. unconsciously mm-hmm. make them your one. Uh, one of the earlier songs I wrote when I uh, was in high school after I got my guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, after a week, I found out that I I wrote the chorus to Under the Bridge Downtown. Mm-hmm. Like it was the same right, chord right. structure, and then I'm like, but I was just playing it in a different location on the the neck. But I didn't realize enough about chord structure to be mm-hmm. like, oh. You're That's right. what, and then as soon as I did it, I'm like, "Oops." Well, I that guess was a waste it, of time. But it, but anyway, I I don't know if uh if you think about maybe if you just inundate yourself with a whole bunch of stuff, or maybe even listen to this fly is driving me crazy. Sorry about <laughs> Trust that. Trust me, he's yeah. driving me nuts yeah. too. I'm about to get a freaking we'll just, newspaper. We'll just we'll flip these cameras around, and then we'll we'll each take one, right? right. And then we'll chase around. Close we'll turn it into quick. yeah pesticide uh, seeking uh, anti insect project. Right, um, right. Uh, Oh, I was talking about uh, inundating yourself with music. Right. What if you just listen to all the different, all the different uh, tunes? And, and well, you said banjo, like right. may, maybe well, you get some different realms you can go down. Have you uh, ever rapped over any classical? No, that'd be sweet. Surprisingly enough, I haven't. But it, so, so playlist, right? So the yeah. playlist is things that I listen to all the time. Got it. Of course, I sweet. do expose myself to people that have mm-hmm. albums that I feel that they're worthy enough mm-hmm. for me to listen to and mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, not worthy enough, like kind of like a cockiness, but like yeah. I have time that I'm delegating to these things. So like, let me go yeah. ahead and listen to this album. There's Maybe a, not back to back, but at least yeah. let me let me hear what all this hype is about. Let me go listen to it. But whatever. Yeah, time time from listening to mu- really listening to music and having music on in the background are two exactly. different processes. Yeah, yeah. So so having the music in the background is what I'm worried about because like mm. if I have so and so in the background all the time, he's gonna get into my head oh, and be it. there. And then maybe speak through me, and I don't want that to happen. I want it to mm. be very purely me, coming from me, my emotions, mm-hmm. and and of course, it's great as an artist to listen to other artists, um, and and kind of you know that's just what it is. Like the, the the culture, as much as I hate to say it, there's a lot of people that bite, maybe not on purpose, but bite the music from other people, and that is sometimes the way that they get to re- like. If, for example, like, if if we would say that Jay or Biggie didn't have any influences from each other, who's to say that they wouldn't have released this certain song? You know, like, what if they didn't influence each other uh, at all, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we were so closed, uh, maybe closed-minded or closed off to the the thought of, you know, dabbling in that realm or whatever, you know, like different things like that. 
What if we would have never got to that thing? So yeah, of course, I do expose myself to other people's music, but I try when I'm like uh, in my writing mode or like, you know, like uh, writing an album or a mixtape or I'm trying to get a project done. I try to like close myself off to the majority of things mm-hmm. so that way I can concentrate. Okay, let me get this out. Let me get this project out. Boom. So it could be like as as much as it can be of me because we're all influenced by our environment. Like even like talking to you, mm-hmm. I might get influenced uh, from you to write a song. You know, like so, yeah. like I can I can never control that or play the banjo. Exactly. <laughs> so so I might just like happen to scroll and hear a song that has a banjo. Like oh, I wonder why I like this beat so much. Well, yeah. because of the banjo conversation. You know, like mm-hmm. but we're never aware of these things like very consciously about it. But um, I try to keep myself aware of things like that. But yeah, of course I'm gonna go buy an album i'm gonna Mm. go listen to a person's single like i'm gonna do that just out of habit yeah um for being a somebody somebody that loves the loves music all around so i'm not like classical or hip-hop i'm also country a little bit of uh electronic music like everything i do expose myself to a lot of different music and i've been to country shows i've been to hip-hop shows i've been to different like i've been to raves i've i've been and experienced different music um but when i'm in my mode which this year is definitely my mode. <laughs> uh, I tried so, to just cold myself off. So in this time, in this time next year, it might be different. It might be like, oh, okay. let me go ahead and listen to everybody's sound and not necessarily bite off them or ride a wave, but let me go ahead and get inspired by them. So yeah, so I guess that's a long way of saying like I do listen so you to mi- when you listen, at the same time. You're yeah. talking about your playlist that's just driving right. to work it's music. Like, yeah, yeah, very limited. Maybe like seven, eight songs, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, people, that, the people uh, I mean, it's, I was going to say, like, a lot of people just listen to music all the time without thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, but if you're composing music, it's got to be a different right. situation right. where it's, it's more, there's two different ways to listen to music mm-hmm. or several different ways to listen to music. Exactly. You can have it on in the background. You can be, uh, actively enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can be critiquing, critiquing right. making, trying to figure out what could have been better, mm-hmm. what you would have done differently. Right. And, and that part, things. I never do that with anybody else's music for the most mm-hmm. part. I try not to be critiquing, yeah. oh, they could have said this word differently or they yeah. could have added that. that if only that for takes yourself. Away. Yeah. If for yeah. myself, yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. But, but like for other people, I try not to do that at all. Yeah. You know, of course I'm have my strong opinions. I'm very heavily opinionated on, on like, uh, like who like music that I'll listen to, mm-hmm. music that I won't. Uh, but things like critiquing, I have to keep to my to myself. Uh, like if if it's like a local person and they say, "What do you think about my set?" You know, I'm gonna tell you what's up. Like I'm gonna tell you like, yeah. "Oh, that's great." Or like, I'm not gonna ever tell somebody that their music sucks because their music is what comes from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though my taste may not be what they're giving out, I'm gonna still say, "Hey, this is what I maybe didn't like about it." All, all the way or maybe this is what could have maybe needed some but but who the fuck am I you know like and like mm-hmm. I'm nobody so like li- like you know in in the large scheme of things I am nobody to somebody else besides oh my mom my dad you know my friend I have no girlfriend so you know like you know like there's 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 things that people are of value to and uh, I try to attach my emotions very limited like to who I can give that 
you know, like, oh, like you should, I'm never going to be like, you should care about what I say. Yeah. No, they're, they're like, no, like if you listen to it, you listen to it. If you take my advice, awesome. Great. No, I'm not knocking you, but like, this is what it is. But critiquing, yeah, try to keep it away from, from most people. Uh, but yeah, enjoying music. I do, I do love listening to new music. So, so of course I will yeah. eventually buy the 444 Jay-Z album. Eventually I will <laughs> get the KOD, a J. Cole album. I haven't listened to that. I listened to a few songs off of, um, uh, J uh Kendrick Lamar's damn mm -hmm. album. Not all of them. You know, I, you know, there's a lot of things that I haven't really exposed myself to, but I've heard things of, or like reviews or things mm -hmm. like that to kind of see how it could be if i get there but right now i try to keep it very limited of what i try to listen to but yeah for the most part i love music i love listening to it i try ne i try very hard um and it's not like a conscious like, oh I'm, I'm trying hard to restrain myself to not critique it but it's like i try to keep myself very consistent when i listen to music it's not like oh this 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 could have been recorded better the acoustics mm -hmm. are shitty what like I, yeah. I never you know like because people that that are like that they're they're way too serious uh, about um as far as um cuz cuz you know music is is supposed to be taken serious as a business but this comes from my heart and even though it is a business something that's going to be it's going to make me financially free i i guess that's a word like financial freedom or whatever mm -hmm. um that of course that's going to be the long term but like i'm not going to torture myself all the way till then like i'm going to experience and love music and and for what it is um, and then of course, you know, for myself, yeah, I'm going to try to make myself better and like, yeah. you know, but I'm never going to be so hard on myself. You know, I'm not going to be like judge myself or, you know, like be insecure about a certain thing. The details will work themselves it'll out. Work as out. Time it'll work out. Exactly. It'll, it'll work out. And I'm totally. not ever worried about that stuff. So that's why I don't try to challenge myself consciously or like be better than so-and-so. Yeah. I just try to make music whenever. When are you going to be back whenever. into the rotation of picking up some of those? albums uh it, it, when the snow falls okay <laughs> yeah that's, when the snow falls that's the deadline yeah yeah that's definitely going to be the snow falls i, I don't like the winter at all oh, okay not a winter guy. <laughs> you know cali baby you know so you know coming from california i didn't experience snow until i came up here in 2010 you know so right on 94 to 2010 no snow and 2010 snow and it was like what is this it's cold i only have shorts well, let me go get some pants. Let me get a coat. Let me get, you know, like, yeah. so so I, I'm adapting to my situation. But at the same time, yeah, so like <laughs> the albums, uh, things that I'm going to start listening to and changing, mm -hmm. I'm in that, and I'm in the process. I've, I've already completed the album. Mm -hmm. I just haven't released it yet. So oh, um, cool. right now I'm just kind of like busy with uh, structuring the release dates and like making everything. What like, are you going to do for that? Are you going to uh, have a party or? Uh, yeah, so 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 that's gonna be one of the things. So um, right now, I'm planning to release several music videos of the album okay. that kind of tie in together. So they're gonna be individual. So if I listen to one album or one one song music video, it's gonna front end it's gonna it's gonna have a story, right? Yeah. But if I listen to this one and this one, this one together, it's a bigger story. Cool. You know, because the album is gonna be uh, fit, uh, twelve songs long. Yeah. You know, and then the other five that I have uh, waiting. It's gonna be like two before to kind of kind of get the singles going, one to kind of relate it to the album, and yeah. then the other two after the album. It's kind of keep the you know the the buzz or momentum or whatever going, and then of course there's gonna be a lot of photo shoots going on, uh, along with the music videos. 
Um, and just like, you know, going to, to events, you know, like, of course there's going to be a release party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly if it's going to be in a home setting. Uh, there might be a, a hearing. So let's sort of like a, like sit down with people and then they hear, hear the album out. I'm not sure what it's called. You know what it's called? Oh, uh, uh, like a listening party, like a, um, I can't think of. I think it's yeah, something yeah, it's like a hearing listening part, yeah. listening part, something like that. Yeah. It's, but I'm gonna have one of those, of course. So, so of course, there's people that are gonna reach out to me after this. Probably is I haven't announced that to anybody, but okay. Um, uh, there's definitely gonna be one of those going on for sure. Uh, there's there's already been a couple of people that have listened to it and like close friends or. Uh, mom, dad, you know, but the, of course that's just like, oh, listen to my song. So, so far the buzz is all pretty positive, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, nice. so, yeah, for the most part, it's it's good. Um, but yeah, so I just want to get it out there as soon as possible just because the longer I sit on it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, then I don't want to, I don't want to lose momentum for myself because like people may not be aware that I have an album coming out mm-hmm. or there's, there's people, I've already posted about it, but you know, at the same time, People not may not be aware of my relevancy out in the community and and social media, and like what I'm posting is is supposed to be tr- uh, strategic enough, or they may not even recognize what I'm doing. But when it comes out, slowly but surely, I'm trying to get it out there in a way where it's it's fast enough to capture their attention, but not. Um, not quick and gone, you know, like yeah. flooded with everybody else's stuff. So. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of artists out here that I respect, and I try to stay away from like, okay, they're they're gonna release a music video, like, so we kind of all k- kind of keep in touch with each other. So like, cool. okay, you're gonna release, all right, perfect. And sometimes it, it we, sometimes we don't always communicate. You know, there's gonna be people that I don't know, like like that, that release some stuff that may release when I release, and they may have a better buzz than me. But it, at the same time, it we we all kind of try to help each other out. Like, so I'm also a part of a movement out here called Show Love, Grow Love. And uh, so, so we try to share as much as um, as much as we can. So, like, if we go to a show, we go to a show. If we, they have a post and it says like like my music or go check out my new song, let's go ahead and share that. Well, like, like, so we try to yeah. stay engaged as much as possible, just within within us, you know. So that way, we can at least branch out, and eventually, other people will kind of kind of keep that going. Uh, like, nonetheless, even even if that uh, uh, movement wasn't in place, that's still good. Thing to live by you know it's, it's yeah. good to support other people so so like what i'm saying is like essentially I have a lot of songs coming out a lot of content a lot of music a lot of music videos and stuff like that i'm gonna push it all out there and then this next year i'm gonna get something else going another project another sound keep going kind of keep going but still staying nice. true to who i am but yeah of course so you have a whole strategy developed basically for the re- for the releasing because right. it used to be you just release an album yeah just like so let's drop it yeah the, the gonna... last two is just like oh i got let me drop a song each week like Great, but not any results, you, you know. Like get so, build buzz. Yeah, up. yeah, exactly. You know, and then some of that old stuff part. might get picked up again. Exactly. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, so like that. That's why. So, so the end goal also at the same time is I'm gonna release as much as possible about who I am, my experiences, and all this conscious messages and all these great things. And mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that I won't ever make a song about things that are more mainstream kind of categories. But I'm not gonna uh, fake it. I'm not gonna yeah. be like, let's do drugs, let's up in the club. Like I'm not gonna do things like that just so that I can get recognized for all these other things because that'll you know defeat the whole purpose of all these other things. You know, if I'm known yeah. for this and then they come see this and be like, oh, he's a hypocrite. But of course, I'm not gonna limit my sound, like the instrumentals or the yeah. collaborations. So I may 
maybe not associate with people fully, but I may be like, let's link up with a song. You know, I'll reach out to your community. You reach out to my community. Yeah. Whatever. And if they mess, if they mix with yours, cool. If if they don't, all right. If yours mess with mine, cool. If they don't, all right. And like so, like let's kind of like branch out as much as we can. So of course, I'm gonna dabble in different sounds, play with different words, um, to kind of get these other things recognized because I I feel like I do have a lot of good messages and content um, that people could learn from or maybe appreciate more like as much as I love music uh, so they may be able to appreciate what I have to bring to the table if I was to so to speak release a song that's more up the rally yeah. and then they go sec- check out my other playlist you know like of my other songs and then you know they see I have a different catalog <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. so you're going to put all this stuff up on SoundCloud uh, uh, uh SoundCloud uh, it's going to probably going to be for like the non-commercial ones, some okay. non-profit ones. So all the ones that I have out there right now on SoundCloud are non-profit. Okay. Uh so those are just to kind of like keep people engaged with mm-hmm. the songs that I do release, so maybe, maybe like singles and stuff like that, kind of yeah. hype it up. But like Pandora, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, um just different things that, of that nature that my dis- distribution uh, company has me going on. So different platforms okay. and stuff like that. So, How does that work with uh, Spotify? I use Spotify all the time. I pay uh, for their membership, but is that yeah. even valuable for you? Spotify? As, yeah, as a as an artist. For like streams and like yeah, yeah. paying off of that? Like well, if I'm just going to stream your stuff on Spotify, like what does that do? Like I like if I hit play right now. It's a number. It's you only a one. number. Yeah. Yeah. You don't exactly. get like a, you don't get like a tenth of a cent or something like that. Yeah, that. It's way less than that. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. So so they 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 uh they just passed um a law. It's it's like a music commercial. Let me see. Let me let, let me just be exact with this thing real quick. Okay. They just passed this law that essentially gives even though the government's always involved, it gives the government a little bit more involvement. So like if I release a song on a platform, let's say like Spotify. Mm-hmm. And um, to get from here to Spotify, easy. To get from Spotify back to my account, maybe a little bit harder. Um, just just because they're trying to distribute the money or the streams in a different way now. Uh, so it is called, I just sent it out to a group chat that I am in. Uh, so it's called Music Modernization Act. Um, what? Yeah. So, so essentially, uh, it says here. So, the MMA Music okay. Modernization Act has already gone through. Um, what does it say? So it says it's gone through. Has it hasn't gone to the house? Yeah. So it says is on the brink of passing Senate. Oh, nice. So, so it, so it, it's it's gone at least through a few few loops there. Okay. Uh, but so it says. Uh, so it says. It's the most important piece of legislation in a generation to help make sure songwriters in our country are paid and and are paid a fair market value for their work. So that's great for mainstream artists, right? But what about underground artists that have only a few views? They're never going to get a check, right? Just because they don't provide as much value, right? Because they're they're trying to they're trying to, oh, okay. mo- to modernize it, so they're trying to you know like making it making it different. So so, so like the people that are popping they're gonna get paid exactly like if if i if i play a beat right now and mm-hmm. it's on your podcast and then you know it's obviously gonna come up in copyright because of the sound waves and things yeah, like yeah. That, that are registered mm-hmm. that person's gonna get it automatically but if i play my song mm-hmm. i'm not popping like drake or something like that i'm not gonna yeah. get paid for that you know so so there, there there's different things like that that they're trying to ca- uh, crack down on okay uh, that the government's gonna have a little more uh involvement when uh 
with, but of course the government's always been there. But yeah. at the same time, it, they're they're trying to pass these things, and hopefully that that doesn't go through. It has a lot of benefits for sure. It has a lot of there's a lot of pros and cons to everything. But well, at the same puts, time, it sounds like it puts another it puts a different ceiling on. Yeah, yeah. There's exactly. a ceiling there yeah. anyway. Yeah, so but... it's like another layer. You know, it's the, <laughs> the big bad wolf. You know, so I yeah. can't come over here and blow down this one. I so. feel like they spend a lot of time in uh, Washington, D.C., millionaires arguing between amongst each other. How can we fuck with them Yeah, these millionaires that are worried about these other millionaires, and so yeah. we just want to pass this legislation to appease whatever's going on with those two. Right, right. It's like, well, what about just everybody else but hey it, it, that, that's that's what that's what's out um mm-hmm. online of course i don't ever believe uh much of the things that that come up on my feed but i, I suppose saw you're not not like super cons- i mean what would you you probably would make the most money just if you could find a bunch of people to pay five bucks for your cd or something like that right like, you know, yeah like yeah yeah just trunk. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not so for me like uh i i try to take it you know a step at a time. So like right now, okay, I have this many bills that are like every single day, like every, every month. So like rent, car, mm. insurance, you know, maybe not the car for that long insurance. Of course you have to have that mm. food. You have to have your cell phone. Da, da, da. So these bills for sure had to have paid. All right. So if I just make this much money off my music, I, I can at least support this, maybe get a part-time job, allows more time for my, for my music. Mm. All right. And then kind of keep that pattern going and then adjust as, 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 as a cordon. But at the same time, I'm not like, Oh, if I, if I hit the lotto tomorrow, I'm not going to change my entire lifestyle based around one action, you know, like, mm. oh, like one event, I, I guess. So if I hit a few million dollars, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I'm gonna switch up. I'm not gonna have any structure in my life anymore. I'm gonna still carry those things on, maybe have a little more fun, but I'm not gonna be lazy about it. I'm still yeah. gonna try to do my music as hard as I can, maybe even harder, and yeah. I have have that that resource, you know. So I may just, all right, let, let me get this million dollars over here and put it into this, and get some put it over here. But you know, of course, I'm, I'm very smart uh, when it comes to, um, I, I, a smart is a very overplayed word, but at the same time, I'm, I'm very acquainted with structuring things and plan things out when it comes mm. to my day-to-day life and also my music life. So I try to keep everything separate. Uh, for the most part, that's why it's the balance between life and passion, the, the mm. album, the concept of that. So at the same time, trying to balance those two without making it seem like it's such a hard task, you know? So so things like that is just like, oh, it's a pebble. It's a pebble in the water for me. Mm. So if that passes, yeah, whatever. all right, you know, whatever. I don't care. Who I'm going to try doing something else. Yeah, Make it better. Do whatever, whatever. Well, where, yeah. where should somebody go here in the the valley? Obviously, you're on online, right? Where should people go if they want to see you or Life. go listen? Yeah, go listen to good hip hop because that's got to be your best right. Right. marketing mm-hmm. strategy. Yes, yeah, so so, so, so uh, consistently, there has been a lot of shows at Fatty's um, okay. at Eighth uh, and Idaho mm-hmm. uh, on Sundays, but okay. that that has definitely died down. Not necessarily uh, the people that are going there, but as far as like it. Continuing may mm-hmm. not be a thing. It may not be a thing that happens ongoing, but okay. there's a lot of places around here that that do have not not just your like open mic karaoke. So that's great. Yeah, I'm trying to have fun like on a Saturday or Sunday, but like to come out here and like really listen to music. 
There's a lot of venues. Um, of course, there's like the Nintendo Factory, which unfortunately kind of like got burnt 60%. Yeah. Which they're working on getting that built back up. Of course, those are for like headliners, people that are mm-hmm. touring, things like that. But there's, yeah. there's also like local that's events that's that do. Snoop Dogg there once. Right. And right. It was like, it's like kind of a tiny venue. Yeah, and it I'm is. Like, it is. This is crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. He had as many people on that tiny stage as he could get on at the very <laughs> at the very end. It was just every single person. Right, right. <laughs> all up at once. It was pretty yeah, sweet. The, but the anyway. Crew. Yeah. But uh, yeah, once so that once that gets back in the oven running they do have local nights there too so so okay. just keep up on their on their posting revolution concert house right also has things like that maybe more limited to that's probably more limited to headliners uh the shredder um and boise in downtown has a lot of uh different music going through there uh primarily hip-hop and like okay. uh heavier metal maybe like uh rock and roll i'm not sure exactly i don't like to kind of categorize people but i, f- I feel like they categorize themselves with like heavy metal so like the okay. shredder like thrash music or something like that along the lines of that Got they it. have like a mini mini ramp like a half pipe like in the back oh um, so there's that's there's that place the reef mm-hmm. also in boise i'm not too acquainted obviously with things out here in, in napa i think there was destination 112 that was doing some yeah. music out here too they want they want sure. business they did, yeah. Ah, oh, dang. The Nampa's a little bit, a little bit different. There's oh, different. I mean, that was as far a nice as place. that was a nice spot. It really was. It was. It was, was kind of cool. It was. They had the bottom, the VIP, and they had the stage. They had, yeah. It was. It was a nice layout. They should yeah. have done a business. Maybe they should have, uh, you know, stepped up on the social media or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> Who, I don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> but knows? yeah, the venues are not ideal out here in Nampa. But I, I always go to downtown. In Boise, Boise, if I'm looking to yeah. usually catch some type of show. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, they're, they're, uh, obviously like they have the, the Idaho Center here and, mm-hmm. and a few other locations. Bigger, that, bigger. You yeah. Know, exactly. And Morrison, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. anyway, so do you have anything coming up besides uh, the album? Coming up? Like live performances? Um, so, so anything on the calendar? There, there, there was gonna be one this Saturday, the September 29th. Of course, it was gonna be at the Name Factory. It was gonna be for the Two Eight Music uh, family release album. Yeah, they postponed that. So yeah. once they get back up and running, we have another show there, cool. um, October 19th. I'm not sure if it's gonna be moved over, but Twista was supposed to be coming out here uh, for the Boise Music Awards. There's the second annual Boise Music Awards. There was one in March. Uh, they're doing another one this coming month in October. It may be moved to. I think it's the Ranch Club off of Fairview in uh, in Meridian. I think it's, like, I think it's called okay. the Ranch Club. Buffalo. Uh, it's, it's definitely not the one in Garden City, but it's the one up on Fairview. The Ranch Club, I think, is what it's called. Okay. Uh, so there, there's going to be a show there that I'm going to be performing for, uh, along with the Boise Music cool. Corps. So there's going to be a lot of collective of different mus- musicians there, not just hip-hop artists. There's oh, people there, too. Um You know, just being acknowledged for you know what they're doing in the community and stuff like that. So that um, October... Got to count my months here. Uh, November, nothing for November yet. I know that okay. we're doing a lot of like YMCA's and schools and stuff like that. So we're doing that more like a, you know, of course it's going to be at the school. So there's, I don't think there's any outside visitors and stuff like that. But like for like YMCA where it's a public, you know, you can definitely go in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely I'm going to be uh, seeking out different shows and venues and things like that opportunities so I can go on there. I try to keep myself very limited with like bar, like going to a bar and performing. Like mm-hmm. that's that's one one of the reasons why I kind of strayed away from like those, you know, like Sundays or like a Tuesday night or something like that. I try to keep it very limited on going out there because like I don't see much value in doing that. Yeah. Unless I'm practicing a new song or going out there to support somebody else. You know, yeah. I don't really see, oh, I'm going to go out there and give them my heart. Like I'm still going to give them my best. Like when I go out there to perform, but at the same time, it's like it's not the same. Yeah. Performing in front of many people, but it's not like I'm, I'm trying to get catered that. I'm cool with a few people, but. The same people, 
mm, you know, like maybe not, you know, like I don't see value in that unless they're a good friend of mine, you know, like, yeah. so like, and like, unless they're like, Hey, come out. All right, cool. I'll go, I'll go out there and talk with you. Maybe if I am done with everything I need to do in my day-to-day life, you know. Like, so if you so, have a, if you have a show headlined and then it's going to be a it's it's going to be a pretty legitimate show is basically mm-hmm. what you're saying. Right. You won't be right. you won't be standing on some 6-inch stage in the corner someplace that's serving right. popcorn and, and stale <laughs> beer. Right. Like, hey, <laughs> that's good. Hey, I, hey, I may I, I may do that every now and then. Right. I'm not you saying, try like, to avoid it. I try though. to avoid it as much as yeah. I can. Um but yeah, I love going to places mm-hmm. like that just to kind of like uh test the waters, uh, maybe right build a nice business relationship with the owner. Um I mm-hmm. was running a uh, couple uh, every Thursday, Thursday hip hop uh, nights at the Eclipse before it got shut down. I think it turned to Silverwood before that was Shorty's there on Gar- Garden City okay. in Sh- uh, Shinden, yeah. uh, Glenwood. So I was doing shows at there. Like same thing, I went there, performed one time, and then from there, or, like, he reached out to me. He said, "Hey, how much would it cost for you to come out here and perform?" I said, "A few pictures and fifty bucks." You know, that was when I first started out three years mm-hmm. ago. And yeah. so sure, all right, cool. Then I said, "Hey." I have a lot of people that may come out here, different artists that might want to test the grounds. Can we do some kind of like a business negotiation here? Let's mm-hmm. see what get the profit at the door, percentages at the bar. What can we do? Worked it out from there. Did that every single Thursday, and then from there, I I grown I I grew to appreciate what a bar, smaller location may have to offer as far yeah. as value of doing that. But like uh, for me to go out of my way, so to speak, to to do things like that. It's very it's few and far between, you mm-hmm. know. Like to go to a, to a bar, but I'll do it because yeah. I still love doing it. I still love going to perform. It's just like sometimes I had to kind of measure. Okay, is this what I? If I do go today, what can I get out of it? Not like like in money. Money is not like my concern right now. But like it's like what can I get out of it? If I stay home, may I write a new song? Am yeah. I gonna am I gonna get that inspiration that I need? For this to finish the song, like what? So I try to balance, like see, yeah. you know, like weigh it out, like okay, like so that's how I kind of like see, like by going to a show or like like I said, unless it's a friend of mine or an upcoming artist that is mm-hmm. performing. Hey, can can I get a few likes on my post and come you know check me out, da da da, whatever? I'll go check you out. Let me go. Let me go check it out. Let me let me see how I can chop it up with you and at least try to put some you know bring some value to you you know or like cool. maybe they'll get me on stage whatever I, I i'm not expecting that but like i'm i'm uh expecting to bring my best self you know so like yeah. wherever it is if, if i'm performing at a bar or if i'm performing whatever taco bell arena i don't care yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it myself and i'm just gonna give it all i can nice yeah well, that's a good mentality to have yeah you I, never I know when it, yeah it is, it's, i can tell that you're passionate about it which mm-hmm. is awesome which is awesome that's yeah. cool man well congrats on the the album Thank um you. that you completed i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to hearing it yeah. so you'll have to keep in touch and let for me sure. know for sure yeah we've been we've been going for, for quite that a while email. we've been going for quite a while <laughs> we're uh definitely got over our hour but uh yeah oh yeah man that goes fast right it does yeah super what? fast yeah so um thanks for coming on for sure um Keep in touch and uh, let me know when you get that album out and I'll be more than happy to share everything on, on, well, on our You may what? just get an email tonight. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Sounds good, you may man. just get something like that. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. Awesome. My pleasure.